I'm Kelly. And welcome to the Millennial Minimalist. Today we are wrapping up 2019 by reflecting on our minimalist lessons and lifestyle wins and sharing our goals for 2020. Whether you are looking to begin to adopt a minimalist lifestyle or you are currently on this lifestyle journey, we share our tips on both how to begin and maintain a simpler, more intentional life. In 2019, we focused on a variety of topics around minimalism that went beyond removing the physical things. We started the year off with how to tidy up our lives when it comes to the things that we don't need or use. And then we went deeper into mental, emotional, and digital minimalism. And most notably, we interviewed minimalism thought leaders Courtney Carver and Colin Wright, and we explored minimalist values such as living sustainably and embracing vulnerability and mindfulness. Into 2020, our goal is to share more lessons on how to live more intentionally and interview new exciting thought leaders who inspire us to design our best lives and be our best selves. As we approach this new decade, we want to inspire you to understand minimalism as a lifestyle template that not only encourages us to live with less, but to also be more with less. This lifestyle encourages us to implement intentional lifestyle habits and systems that help us live by our values and embrace our authentic selves. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's the end of the year. It's the end of the year. (laughs) It's crazy. We have done so much in this year. And it's amazing when you look back at all the episodes and all the topics that we've discussed over a year. It's incredible. Yeah, it makes you realize how fast a year goes. Yeah. So to wrap up this year, we thought we would talk about our greatest personal accomplishments and obviously like the biggest accomplishment for us is like the growth of our podcast and the lessons we've learned and also the interviews that we've had this year. It's amazing. Like we've had Courtney Carver, who's like the biggest female minimalist thought leader. We had Colin Wright, who basically started minimalism. He's the father behind it. Uh, We had Christy Sumer. She's the founder of the eco-friendly clothing line Encircled. And we had Hamza Khan, who is the author of The Burnout Gamble. And he was by far our best episode. So if you haven't heard that episode, I highly recommend you go back and listen to it. I think burnout is just a super relatable topic. And I think that's why. Yeah, that was such a good book. And he's such just a chill guy to sit and talk to. Yeah, super, super easygoing. So yeah, so that's my greatest accomplishment this year. I would say. And when it comes to other things in life, I, my day job (laughs) outside of our podcast, because we both have day jobs and we love to express that to our listeners. I oversee a 5k run that raises a lot of money for charity every year. And last year we raised over $851,000 for 30 local charities in Toronto, which was a massive accomplishment. So really happy about that. And um, I have a couple more, but I want to know what your greatest accomplishment was this year. I think finding comedy or like pursuing comedy for the first time in my life and just having so many people support me and encourage me to do it and taking the courses and starting stand up has been huge. Like I never would have done that before. So vulnerable. Like honestly, it's like the most vulnerable thing that you can do. It was so much fun though. Like I've met so many people in the classes and we're all friends now. So it was just overall, it was a really good experience. Um, Living more in the moment was a big thing I started doing this year. I read Eckhart Tolle and... um, Eckhart Tolle? Eckhart Tolle. And um, yeah, he just taught me so much to just be present. So that was huge this year. I feel like I'm always living in the future and a lot of people are. How do you do that? Like, how have you made yourself live more in the moment? Just instead of constantly thinking about, oh, like, what do I want to get done today? What 
what, what do I want to accomplish this week? What do I want to do this year? Instead of always being in that mindset, just like being in the moment and getting lost in your work in the moment or like exercising and just being present in that moment instead of just being like, I need to get this one hour of exercise done, like being present, um, which I make it a priority kind of thing and just like feel like, oh yeah, yeah like I should invest my focus just in this in just this. as much as the other things. Instead of just constantly everything being a means to an end. And he explained it so well. So it was, it was nice to read how to do it as, cause it's so, it's so much easier said than done to stay present. And I felt like this year I let go of things easier. So I didn't dwell on things as much. Like I would still, I've said this in past podcasts, but I would always have that initial reaction that I always would. Like I would get upset about something or get angry. And now I'm kind of like, like even with my mom over Christmas, she said something at Christmas dinner that I was like, oh, shouldn't have said that. But then in my mind, I'm like, you know what? I'm going, I'll just have a conversation with her about it tomorrow. So instead of creating a scene. That's smart. And how did that conversation go? It went completely fine. Right? Because you're in a different state of mind. So when you like, because once you let yourself calm down, it's a completely different conversation. And it was like, you said this, which upset me. And she was like, I didn't mean to upset you. That's not how I meant to say it. But in my mind, I was like, I'm going to get her back for saying that. I'm going to say something at dinner. (laughs) I like this idea. Like, especially, well, usually what I do is I'll say, hey, like, can we talk about this later? But I think in moments, sometimes I will react. So you're being less reactive, which is good. But even saying some work talking about this, I think is a reaction. I think you should just let it go and find the appropriate time to sit down and be like, hey, listen, you saying that, I just want to have a conversation about it or else it will build up. Your feelings will build up and and then we're human. Like you're going to, you get like passive or aggressive or you want to get back at them. So it's better to just kind of talk yourself down in the moment and um, have a conversation with them about it later and it's very mature I felt even just saying that to myself I'm like I'm so mature (laughs) no absolutely I think we we sometimes forget in those moments because we get so heated or whatever and yeah it's yeah it takes a lot of yeah it's good that you did that that's awesome that's awesome like I think that most of us would react in those moments so to be able to like catch that and say even if it's like really painful that's what's the hardest part if it's like a really painful like jab like oh gosh sometimes maybe you just have to go to another room and then come back yeah and come back (laughs) because there's so much like frustration on your end like I've definitely felt that before well I just tell myself I'm like it's not the time this is not the time to react or to say anything to them find the right time to do it yeah that makes sense so in addition to my other accomplishments, I would say that it's making time for family and friends this year. And, yeah. and I'm really proud of my relationship. I've been in a relationship for a year now. And just having more time with friends and family. And this lifestyle has helped me use my time with better intention. And obviously, like the bullet journals help with that because I can better manage where my time is going. But yeah, I've kind of, you know, usually I'm... I'm in this headspace where, yeah, my, my full-time job's always extremely important to me, but I also need to realize that the other parts of my life need just as much attention. So I'm trying to make sure that I'm fully present when I'm with my friends and family now. And you've noticed my energy. Sometimes like, yeah. I have like very like fast-paced, anxious energy, and I'm trying to slow that down. Yeah, I feel like sometimes I'm having a conversation with you and I know you're thinking about other things. See, that's the problem. So I want to like move away from that. That's but I do it too. Everyone does it. 
yeah. like we all need to be more in the present and I think technology is to blame for that oh 100% but um you're definitely a lot more present and you've seen your uh family a lot more this year I feel like yeah which is good which is good although I I also want to make more time uh to hang out with you as friends like yeah. it's so funny I was listening to a podcast this morning and it's a self-helpless podcast with three comedians highly recommend it we interviewed Delaney Fisher one of the comedians yeah, I love her and she's amazing so you gotta look 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 her up anyways basically they were talking about oh yeah like we never just get to hang out and they apparently just caught up over christmas time and they were hanging out and they're like this is so nice we never get to do this yeah because it just becomes work a lot of times yeah i'm sure any friends who like start anything yeah. when they're together they're working but yeah you gotta remember to yeah exactly like we're definitely having fun when we're recording but yeah. it's also nice to just be relaxed, go to a movie, you know, do those, do those things you do with friends, right? So yeah, so that's another piece. And then when it comes to my minimalist lifestyle wins, I wanted to share a few because I think that anybody who's thinking about adopting this lifestyle, you should think it, think of it from the perspective of what do I want to get out of living this way, living more simply or, or living with greater intention. So for me, I adopted the bullet journal, uh, you can look it up online. There's tons of videos on how to design your bullet journal. Basically, it's just a calendar, uh, but just a unique way of storing your daily tasks, your uh, past accomplishments, and and um, your future goals. And it's really worked well for me. I um, I take 10 to 15 minutes every Sunday to basically write out my weeks. And what I'm doing now is I'm just writing down my personal tasks for the weeks personal and like podcast stuff and and family and things like that and what I'm doing with my friends and trips etc and then I'm keeping my work calendar in my work email like I'm keeping that online so that's something that I switched this year because I find that I have personal goals that I really really want to focus on and accomplish and I think it's easier if I can just keep them so I look at both I look at my bullet journal right before bed for two minutes every single night and I go over, okay, what am I doing the next day? That way I have it in my head and I don't need to actually carry my bullet journal around. I keep it beside my bed, which is so great. People are like, oh, it's a physical, it's a physical book. It's an analog system. That's not really minimalist. Well, it's not, minimalism again is not about that. It's about owning the things that you use, right? So I use that. So bullet journals really help me reduce my mental clutter. Yeah, because I'm it like, does. yeah, it's like, what should I be doing right now? It's like, I know what I should be doing right now, right? Because I have it written down. And it's really helped me better understand where my time is going and also when to say no to new time commitments. And you're really good at that, Lauren. But it's like, oh, yeah, do you want to do this on Friday? It's like, well, yes, I do. But I have this on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And it just doesn't make sense to overwhelm my calendar, right? And you definitely need time for me time and all those things to kind of replenish and rejuvenate or whatever but so that's number one number two is conscious spending I find that I shop with so much more intention these days yeah you do I'm just so much more conscious when I go into stores I'm way less tempted to buy items that I don't need and I think what's helpful for listeners is if you go into a store like especially so my guilty pleasure is Aritzia what is yours Oh, same. Same? same. Yeah. <laughs> we both love Aritzia and Club Monaco. I love Club Monaco. So questions you should ask yourself is like, do I need it? Do I love it? And does buying this item outweigh the cost of storing? And by that, I mean, 
is it worth increasing the size of my closet? <laughs> yeah, and can you it's wait fun. for it? If you like waiting, if yeah. you can wait for an item, it really makes you think about whether you need it. Yeah, you created the want and need list. Yeah. So like basically if you guys have a whiteboard or you have a piece of paper, write down the wants and then the needs or, and do it for a month. Like go through a month and be like, okay, I really want this. And you'll realize that you're crossing off that list of wants because you actually don't want it weeks later. So yeah. funny. One of the things the minimalist said that really stuck with me, it was Josh. Um, or no, it was Ryan. Okay. Um, they said that you can go into a store and like see something that's really nice and just be like, wow, that's really nice and not need it. Because there's so many times I'll see mugs or blankets or pillows or anything. I'll be like, oh, that's so nice. I want to buy it. But you can just acknowledge that it looks nice and walk away from it. It doesn't mean that you need it. So Yeah. Agreed. It's it's hard to do, but... I always think about it because I always want my place to look like a magazine. Yeah. (laughs) Like, well, you know what? Do I want that right now in my life? No. I want that in like five, ten years. So... I can wait. Yeah, and maybe true. that style that I think is beautiful now won't be cool in 10 years, right? So that helps mentally. So it actually helps you really save money at the end of the day. So if yeah, you're looking to save money, this is a great lifestyle to adopt. And then my third lifestyle win is living more sustainably. So something I never really thought about before starting this podcast, like using a reusable water bottle now and a reusable coffee mug. I also got um, an espresso maker so that I'm not going out for coffee every day to save money. I have glass containers only, so no more plastics, and reusable snack baggies, which I'm such a nerd, but I love oh, them. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> That's so cute. No more plastic bags. None. You just got those for Christmas, didn't you? I did, I uh, did. So You bought them or you got them? Uh, so I actually bought them, and I should share the link with our audience. It's just a pack of seven reusable baggies, and honestly, apparently it lasts for years, so I'm like, this is great. You just wash it, and it just dries, and then you fill it up again. Yeah, that's so smart. everybody buys those little snack bags, right? I never do. Okay, well, Yeah, I know people do, yeah. I guess I grew up with a family who just loved their plastic baggies, so you get used to it, right? So so what are some of your lifestyle wins this year? Um, okay, 10 outfit wardrobe. Oh, gosh, I love it. Yeah, I found like I always tried to do the 10 item wardrobe and I felt like it complicated things. So once I did the 10 outfit, finding 10 outfits per season, um, it just super simplified my life. And yeah, I just feel like every day I get up and get dressed and it's something I love and it's already put together in my closet. I don't have to think. So it takes the effort out in the morning. And I don't throw out food anymore, very rarely. So, so one cool. thing is just like knowing exactly how much I need. Uh, I don't, I used to do like a grocery shop on Sunday. Remember, I would always go to Whole Foods. Yeah, on we'd have our Whole Foods grocery shop. Yeah, I don't do that as much anymore because I feel like living in the city, you're really close to a lot of grocery stores. Yeah. Um, so I kind of try to just buy for like one or two days. Smart. And then, because people, it's like, oh, let's go for dinner or. Sometimes you'll stay late at work and you have to get something and then you end up throwing stuff out. So I'm a lot, or people will just, you know how you'll just like buy random ingredients because you're making something and then you don't use the rest of them. Mm -hmm. So I've just been a lot more. So you shop more often. I shop more often, but I buy a lot less. That makes sense. Like I'll just buy one or two pieces of fruit or like broccoli and then eat that for a couple days. 
um, instead of buying a whole bunch of stuff and not knowing that makes sense. I feel like that makes sense for somebody whose lifestyle is like changing every couple days. Yeah, because ours is. I feel like it does. Yeah, and you can buy a week's worth of groceries, but what are the odds that you're going to be home every night? It, I don't know. Yeah, it's just... but if you do know that, I highly recommend one grocery shop a week. That yeah, and meal plan or whatever. If you know that you have a scheduled, you know, if nine you to five every day, and maybe you have kids as well, like it's very helpful. Oh, it's a lot more. But as girls in the city who don't have families, and you know, we don't have, we don't need to buy extra groceries, right? Yeah. So it's easier for us to shop every couple days, right? But and it's fresh. Like I feel like. I always have like fresh vegetables and fresh fruit. It hasn't been in the fridge for three or four days, it's which true. is nice. That's true. And you still freeze your compost. Yeah, I still try to do that. I told my parents to do it too. It's a weird little trick, but you can't take compost out every day. Yeah. But you also can't leave it. I love that. It is. It's really simple. Yeah. And then you can just take it out like once a week or whenever. Yeah. It's full. One thing about me is I like to take out my garbage. Uh, so anything in terms of, um, like vegetables and everything, I like to take it out every single every day. day. So now I don't need you to. You don't need to. Cause yeah. I feel like you still have to put that in a bag yeah. to throw it out or to compost Well, it's an it. eco bag, but still. Still, I just, yeah. I feel like it adds up. Like, You're right. To Maybe put like change that. one apple corn in an eco bag and yeah. then take it, like it just, it's, it You're makes right. sense long term. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to do that. So what do I do? Just get a little glass container and just put the compost in I, my freezer? I put it in the bag. Oh, smart. And okay, and just, and just leave it. Okay, yeah, great. they sell them all over. Like, most grocery stores Amazon. sell compost bags. Yeah, Amazon. <laughs> Amazon for everything. <laughs> and what's great is I find some grocery stores use the biodegradable bags as their vegetable bags oh. now. So you can, like, buy the vegetables in them, and then you have a few bags to put your compost in. So it's very it, – that made me really happy when I saw that the oh, other day at Fresh smart. and Wild, the grocery store in Toronto. What were yours this year? Uh, so in, in terms of my minimalist wins, so I've covered that, minimal, uh, the bullet journal, conscious spending, and living more sustainably. But when it comes to lifestyle lessons and challenges, so I want to talk about that a little bit. Our episode, Minimalism is Imperfect, uh, was extremely successful. People loved it because, you know, we're being very vulnerable and saying, hey, like, this lifestyle is a challenge. And you know what? We are not masters, but we have come a very long way. So we are in some ways definitely further. Uh, and I would say that bullet journaling for me is still not easy. I'm still 80%, 85% there. Sometimes I overpack my days and I do feel stressed, but you know, I've, I've been able to adopt, you know, mental fitness practices that help me kind of like reflect and sit back and stop moving on, you know, autopilot and living more intentionally and so I just need to better manage how I plan my days so I try to like I was actually going over my week in first week of January and you know when it's a new year so you're trying to pack yeah. your month like it's gonna be perfect and it's like you know what I've actually packed too much in this month so I actually move something to the next week and most people are very understanding if you move things so so I really really yeah so that's something and then living sustainably is also a challenge I mean our society is like fully not there yet but definitely growing in a more sustainable direction as you said which is exciting and to be honest I still own a few items that I know I do not wear often so I still need to um, declutter a few items but and a big focus for 2020 is I want to declutter all of my digital clutter. Yeah, you've all been wanting to do that. Pictures. And I said I'm not getting a new iPhone until I delete my thousands of photos on my 
on my phone. You know, when you take screenshots and you take random pictures at work that you need to share with clients, things like that, they add up. That's another global goal of mine. Uh, You don't need 50 pictures for one little experience. Just experience it and take one. You know what I mean? Uh, So there's that. And then, so in terms of lifestyle challenges, I'd love to know a couple of yours. Um, I felt like I went into last year being so excited about being environmental and then you kind of realize it's a lot more difficult than you think. Like there are some things that were super easy to switch, but like I, I try as much as I can not to get the bag and then there's just been a lot of times where you don't I have needed your, it. Yeah, yeah, you didn't have it. I think one of the biggest minimalist challenges is because you own less, you really have to stay on top of things. Like, you can't let dishes pile up. You can't let laundry pile up because you only have so much of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like if you don't do laundry in a week or if, like, you're away on vacation or if you, like, don't wash a dress right after and you need it, then mm-hmm. that is, like, a big minimalist challenge. And if you are started this lifestyle or you've lived this lifestyle, you'll notice that. Yeah. Like, if you – like, I only have four mugs. Like, if I don't wash my mug every yep. day, then I'm – you know, it's just those are little things. I almost drank wine in one of your mugs once because you're because you run out. Yeah, <laughs> or if you have people over and you have more than you have in your place, like that can cause an issue. Uh, another challenge is I started skiing this year again. Yeah, and once you start a new hobby, like something like skiing, you realize how much you need to do it. It's like first, my feet were cold when I went, so I had to go buy thermal socks, and then the second time, my hands were cold, so then I had to go buy thermal mitts yeah and then you got to buy a new jacket and ski goggles and like snow pants and should I buy skis or should I keep renting them and yeah and then you have to store them through the summer so these are little challenges that will arise with this new lifestyle like other people will just buy it not think of it put it in the closet but because I'm so I guess I should use the word intentional but I call it other people I know would be like you're so weird that you have to (laughs) analyze everything you buy but I felt like you're just conscious yeah that was yeah and another thing I've noticed is with traveling if you're booking a trip and you're a minimalist and you're only taking carry-on and you have a lot of activities booked like you need running shoes to go on a hike or you need workout clothes because you're doing a yoga class or um you need a jacket because it might you don't know the weather like it could be hot or cold um and then like flip-flops for the beach and flats and then heels for dinner like it can be if you are a minimalist and you're trying to pack uh lightly it that can be a challenge I found Absolutely. I don't know if you notice that when you go on trips everything you need for every possible occasion can yeah be hard to get in the carry but on. you and I are different that way we would see okay well if we're going to a beach we're gonna have our little flats yeah. and if we need to go on the sand we'll just carry our shoes yeah that's true right so this we don't need the perfect shoe for every experience. We try yeah. to focus on shoes that we can use for multiple experiences. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, which I like, which I really, really like. Uh, speaking of which, I I got my Monos suitcase and I'm obsessed yeah, it's with it. So nice. It's so nice, and I will share a link in the, or the show notes about this bag. It's so great. It's the perfect minimalist carry on, and I'm I'm sure I'm gonna have it for like ten. 10 plus years so that's the beauty of it so anyways I will I'll also share some pictures on social because just to give you an idea of what it's all about if you do need a suitcase only if you need it only yeah. if you need it. I'd love to remind you that and um so when it comes to improving or maintaining a simpler life in 2020 our new decade what are a couple things that you have on your list 
Um, okay, so the biggest thing I wrote down was to think less and do more. Because I feel oh, like... that's so funny. Anyways, keep yeah. going. Oh, what? Did you write something similar? <laughs> something similar, yeah. Okay, because I feel like a lot of times when, like, we're working on side projects like this or passion projects, like, even with comedy, I'm like, okay, well, um, what am I going to do with comedy? Like, do I want to do stand-up? Like, mm-hmm. do I want to write for comedy? Like, yeah. where do I see myself in the future? Yeah. And instead of doing that, I want to just sit down and write out comedy. Like, instead of thinking so much about where it's going to go or what's going to happen to it, just do it. Rather than thinking, just start doing. Yeah, just start doing. And I'm so like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to start this thing. But like, where am I going with it? Like, where do I see it? What's my vision with it? Which is important, but not to the point that it like stops you from doing it at all. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Sorry, I I can relate on that fully. Basically, my biggest goal for 2020 is to waste less time. Think about it. Yeah. We have 168 hours in a week. We all do. Yeah. So basically, I really want to maximize my time by setting a window of time to complete a task because I do the same thing. I think, okay, I'll look at my bowls around. I'll see four things that I need to do. And then I think, okay, well, I got to do this. I got to do this. And I keep thinking about everything I need to do rather than just stop thinking about everything you do. Take one hour to do this. Take two hours to do this. Take half an hour to complete this task. And you'll be more successful at the yeah. end of the day. I had a really interesting conversation with a girl from my work because we both do a lot. Like she does resale, she does pre-construction, she helps her boyfriend out with this company. Real estate, yeah. Yeah, and I was telling her, I'm like, I feel like I need to switch gears so much. Like we do the minimalism podcast, I'll do comedy, Um, I did my writing, I had to sell real estate, and I would sit down and I would feel so overwhelmed that I didn't get anything done at all Mm -hmm. because it made me tired. The stress like took energy away out of me so um but then maybe that's me telling myself I need to simplify things and do less or it's like you need to be like okay you have one hour we're not going to think about everything else you need to do today uh you're just going to get this one thing done yeah yes it'll honestly I really think that it will work wonders and there's also a part of that is just like preparing for each day so a few of our listeners have reached out to us on social about our nighttime routines and it's something that we don't talk a lot about. And I mean, I think thought leaders don't really talk about it, but they talk about the miracle morning, like the morning routines. But yeah. what about the nighttime routines? So for me, my goal in 2020 is to prepare my lunch the night before, my outfit. I know it's easier for you. Uh, review my, continue to review my online journal and my bullet journal. So my online calendar, my bullet journal, and then read for at least 10 minutes every single day before bed. So I'm going to make sure I read and then incorporate gym in the morning. So I actually have been going to the gym every single day in the morning. Even today, my day off, I went to the gym early in the morning because honestly, it just changes. They say that they, they say that if you go to the gym in the morning, all of your energy and the blood flow to your brain, like it will help for the rest of your day. And it totally does. It's it so yeah. much better. So finding yeah. what did you do? Did you do? Like, I just do trauma? a little bit of a cardio, just a little bit of a run. I love running, so I just I just run and do some stretching, and even just for twenty five minutes and a half an hour, yeah. and it changes your day. Um, I find if you really enjoy your workout, like I love my ballet so much, it brings me so much happiness. I even I did it Christmas Eve, Christmas morning. I woke up and did my ballet, and it's ballet beautiful, right? It's ballet beautiful. So you have a yeah. subscription. I do have a yeah. subscription, yeah. yeah. And um, 
because it, it's not like, oh, it's Christmas. I'm not going to work out. It's like, it's Christmas. It's like such a relaxing day. We're seeing the family tonight. I'm going to have a cup of coffee with my parents, open gifts, and I'm going to go do my ballet beautiful because I think finding exercise you love so much can just makes the whole thing so much easier to follow. I find that this time of year, especially at the end of the year and early January, things are very slow across the world because people are with family and friends and spending time, you know, over the holidays to kind of relax. And for some reason, the slower pace in the world it just makes everything so much less stressful. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I feel, but, but there's sometimes, I don't know if you feel this, that, yeah. but it's like everyone else is on vacation. This is my time to get ahead, like to get things oh, done. Oh, absolutely. So it's like, it goes both ways. But then other times you're a lot more justified to like sleep in or like be, like take a nap or be a little bit more off lazy, your regular routine. Yeah. But sometimes that's good because that's sometimes in those, in that time and in that space that you create, you can realize things about yourself and maybe things that you want to do more of or do less of. And another thing what I want to do in 2020 is to make time for more reflection. So meditation, uh, journaling, reading, as I mentioned, and for this, with this podcast and with my passion for minimalism, my goal for 2020 is to write more on the topic. Um, various blogs and online news networks and also speak on minimalism the thing that I really I just really want to combat minimalist misconceptions because it really is about living a more intentional life and who wouldn't want to live a more intentional life there's I really think I really truly believe that 2020 is the decade of less I really uh, yeah. think I think we're unlearning what our parents taught us and what they their parents taught us that more and is their more. lifestyle. Too. Yes. Like going home over Christmas, didn't you realize how necessary this is? Like this lifestyle? Oh, well, especially you and I, because our parents our love parents, our stuff. Oh my my <laughs> friend came over for tea and we were just sitting in the front room and there was just heaps of stuff everywhere. And I just burst out laughing because I'm like, can we just acknowledge this for a second? <laughs> And then they get a storage unit to store it all. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I was saying to her, because she's like, oh, it, this is so sad. It's like Christmas and we're single. I'm like, yeah, we're sitting in like a hoarder. Like, right? I'm like, next year you're going to come here and the piles are going to be bigger. <laughs> but it's true. Like, it, it's crazy. Just the amount of stuff that uh, people buy. And, like, I think once people find this lifestyle or they realize it exists, mm -hmm. You, you also have to want this lifestyle. Like, this is not something you can go home and push on anybody and be like, hey, you should get rid of things you don't need. Like, if you're not ready, you're not ready. Yeah. And all you can do is live by example. Oh, that's absolutely. It. No, it's true. Yeah, that's the only way you can inspire other people to live this way. Like, with you, I didn't show up at your place and be like, Kelly, you need to get rid of the clothes in your closet you don't wear. Like, you came to mind. You're like, wow, your place is so simplified like and I, I really like this and I want to do this yeah so it, that's how it needs to live like you need to just be in they need to be inspired by you or see that you don't buy that much and that your place is always put together mm -hmm. and that you live simply you do more so that's the best way don't to do call it. somebody a hoarder yeah no <laughs> my mom doesn't listen to this so 
<laughs> she would love it though. She'd be like, yeah, I love my stuff. <laughs> right. Actually, we love it'd be lovely to have her on the podcast. Um, yeah, we should, today we're interviewing. Yeah. We're interviewing Lauren's mom who loves her stuff. Uh, so one of the things that you and I did recently was we, we met with a friend of mine from New York who's actually a banker by day and comedian by night. Yes. And he is so incredibly inspiring and after that conversation he mentioned something he said that every single day no matter what even if he doesn't feel like it he takes 10 minutes even if he's on the subway on the way to work he takes 10 minutes every single day to write comedy yeah I love that and I was like oh my gosh I love that if you want to be a writer if 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 you want to basically take time to reflect on things if you feel like your mind is full of of you know anxiety and stress like write those things down like take 10 minutes every single day I was like wow like I love minimalism like let's talk about this lifestyle let's write our notes and our thoughts and share our lessons every day for 10 minutes or even, or even read every day for 10 minutes like I love yeah. the fact that it's like hey like I'm gonna take 10 minutes to do this and there's no way that I'm not doing it like you are really accountable for that time so yeah, and I think a lot of times people are, like, I was told in comedy class to spend an hour every day reading, and that if you put, like, it's like you have to work out for an hour, you have to read for an hour, you have to, like, work on writing for an hour. Yeah. It, just 10 minutes is enough. Even with Ballet Beautiful, she's like, if you have 15 minutes, like, just do a 15-minute workout. Like, you don't need to do half an hour, you don't need to do an hour. Wow. Like, so, it, and because it adds up. Like, say you didn't have time to write for a week, yeah. but then you did that 10-minute thing you would have written for over an hour. That's 70 minutes. Yeah, I know. And think about it. I think this is relatable. Sometimes we think about, oh my gosh, like this Friday or something, I need to spend a couple hours on this because, or Saturdays, especially if you have a side hustle, Saturday I have to spend two hours writing this. Well, why don't you take, we again, think about how many hours we have in a day. Yeah. Take 20 minutes a day. And I know it sounds easy. I even say that to myself, like it sounds so much easier than it actually is. But if you actually implement it, it will just make it so much less stressful. The best way to do it, this works the best for me. Even I got home from my parents from Christmas and I was like, oh, I don't want to unpack and put yeah. everything away. And I was like, just put a few things away. Just yeah. take a few things out and put them away and then you can relax. And sometimes you'll just put a few things away, but I ended up unpacking completely. So it's The hardest part is getting started. Just tell yourself, five minutes, I'll do one thing. Just do one thing because it's so easy to get overwhelmed with things. Absolutely. And we have that time. Like, yeah, we, can we do make that have time. the time. Think of all the time you waste, like, being on Instagram, <sighs> just sitting, stressing about what you have to do. Like, it's, we, we have the time. We do have the time. We just have to find it and use it better. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I, you know, we should look at our phones and, and, and see the analytics and remind ourselves where those hours are yeah, going. No so to be more mindful of that. So some lifestyle tips for those starting to simplify their lives in 2020. If you have physical clutter, I highly recommend you take 15 minutes every day or 10 minutes every day, whatever you, you have time for, or an hour once a week to declutter one room in your home. And for me, I started with a closet and it was just like, oh, it feels so, so great. Yeah. Every day go in your closet after it's all cleaned. And, and then you should also in that, in that time, you should also ask yourself how you got yourself there. So that doesn't happen again. 
right? It's easy to clean your closet and for it to build up again, right? So there's that. And if you have mental clutter, if you're looking to live with greater intention, make time for mental fitness. We interviewed Mark Champagne. He's the mental fitness guru. He has the podcast Behind the Human. And mental fitness is about calming your mind, you know, doing meditation, doing exercise in the morning like you do, but it's also a time to reflect and or exercise your mind. So to challenge your mind, to read, right? Do something outside of your comfort zone mentally. And uh, so I also recommend write down your goals and set daily or weekly actions. And uh, bullet journaling for me helps there. And then, uh, yeah, I'll add the video in the show notes for anybody who's curious about the bullet journal. So yeah, which we will also be recording on, we'll record an episode in January on the bullet journal. So really excited to share that as well. And uh, if you have any specific questions, uh, just DM us on Instagram. So I wanted to add that, but I wanted to close by asking Lauren your biggest passion project or goal for 2020. So comedy, obviously keep going with it. Um, I'm probably going to do the second course at second city and uh, try to do stand up like once or twice a week. So just working towards that. That's amazing. Yeah, that it is going to be a lot, but I'm excited to like get back to work. Sometimes these lazy days over the holidays, like, Oh, for you're sure. so rested that you're like restless. <laughs> oh, for sure. No, I definitely understand that. I find that I haven't had enough rest over the holidays, so I'm looking forward to a couple days off right now. Yeah. But but no, I yeah, understand so that. Worked. I've definitely felt that before. But uh, so it's like really focusing on comedy. And I think you also mentioned intermittent fasting. Yeah, I want to start a blog. I've already bought the domain and everything. I'm just working on getting oh. the articles. I, it's called thefastingco.com. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, I just want to blog about it. and I know it's really helped you kind of simplify your yeah, eating regimen. Yeah, I, I love it. And there's a lot of health benefits to it. So And I love reading about it. I feel like any spare minutes I get in my life, I've realized I'm just, like, online reading about nutrition or, like, intermittent yeah. fasting. or So I'm like, I should just do this on the side anyway so oh, that's awesome yeah. that's awesome what about that's you great. what are your biggest goals yeah I mean for me like my biggest goal is to write more about minimalism and uh, really challenge myself with this lifestyle in a unique way but also continue to help our listeners in so many ways like I love I just love how much impact we've had on people and helping them live more intentionally and I truly believe that this lifestyle is just about an opportunity to remove the excess from our lives so that we can live more authentically so we can be more of who we are. Hence, you're now a comedian, something you've always wanted to do. And now I'm a writer pursuing a passionate subject, minimalism. And it also helps you realize that you can redesign your life so that it works for you the best, right? So there's so many reasons to adopt this lifestyle. Like more than just living authentically and living with greater intention. Like if you want to fully redesign your lifestyle, like this is definitely a way to start. If you want to work through emotional thoughts, if you want to regain focus and perform more deep work, as the most amazing author Cal Newporn says, if you want to live more sustainably, if you want to be your best self, like there's like so many reasons. So it's again, minimalism is more than the physical things. It's literally about being the best you can and having the opportunity to help others be their best selves is my goal. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's my goal for 2020. But just to close, I should add that our top five episodes of this year are Let's Talk About Burnout with Hamza Khan, that I mentioned at the beginning, uh, Minimalist Productivity Habits, Live Authentically with Delaney Fisher, 
tidy up your closet for good and minimalism and mindfulness. So definitely check back and check those episodes. Uh, but before we, we finish, uh, I want to ask you, Lauren, did you receive any gifts this year that you wanted to share with our audience? That were, I know you guys do a secret Santa. So. Yeah, we did. I got a nice rhinestone bracelet from my aunt that oh, I really liked. Beautiful. Yeah, that I would wear if I dressed up. So that was oh, nice. nice. And my parents just gave me money and a really nice bottle of port wine. Oh, that's nice. So those are my gifts, yeah. And don't you love that? You yeah, don't so need much. simple. No, you don't need much. You really don't need much. That's so nice. It's. I didn't know what to get my parents this year because, like, they go to Florida for three months, so I couldn't really get an experience because yeah. I'm not going to see them. And then nice I didn't want to get life. the money. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> it's what we're just going to sit there on Christmas morning and exchange cash. Yeah. Like, I kind of said to them, I'm like, we don't have to do gift exchange this year. Like, let's just wake up, have a really nice breakfast. Yeah. Um. Which we did. I made blueberry waffles for them. Oh, so it was love. nice. But I don't know. I, I just feel gift exchange is so hard these days yeah. to know what people want. And I feel like so many people get all this stuff they're not going to use. And it's just, just having go to time closet. with your family and friends is the best part. That's what the holidays are about. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, it's so interesting. So I received a gift this year that everything felt uh, fit in a mini Aritzia bag, which I posted on Instagram. Um, and so everything was so small. It was just the things that I needed. Like gift cards? Uh, gift cards, but also uh, perfume that I use every year. So I get a refill of that, oh. uh, which is really, really nice. And then um, gifts that I, that, you know, I also received and, uh, sorry, gifts and investments on my end is obviously the suitcase. And then for next year, I, you know, I received Sephora gift cards, but I, I want to focus less on makeup and more on clean beauty. So I really want to wear less, but invest in nice products that will keep, keep my skin all nice. And uh, obviously, I also mentioned Lash Luxury, which basically is a way to grow your eyelashes so you oh, don't have to yeah. wear a mascara. It's so awesome. And yes, yeah, so anyways, I'm excited about that. And I'll include it in the show notes, just a couple of products that I love and that I'm excited about. But yeah, I really didn't need much. And I really realized that like, the best part of Christmas, again, is I know it sounds cliche, but it's just spending time with your family and friends. It is. Like, it's it was, so nice to see everyone. Yeah. And my dad and I agree. We're like, next year, let's not do presents. Can we just, yeah, just have chill. fun? Because it kind of stresses all of us out because we had to do all the stockings, buy, and I have a family of five. And, you know, and so it just adds up or whatever. But, you know, giving's a great feeling. But at the same time, you don't need to feel stressed. No. And it's my family and I were like, let's take the money we we're going to spend on each other and just buy yourself something nice that you know you would love or like go to the spa for a day and get a massage. Cause I get cash back on my credit card. I usually Brilliant. use that money. Cause it's like three or $400 for gifts that year. But if everyone was just like, let's not do gifts. And I could just take that money and go do something with it that I would love and enjoy. Cause people, at the end of the day, like, they don't know exactly what you need. Or... Yeah, they really don't. So it's it's hard. Like, even with me, like, I'm indecisive with what And we're I'm older buying. now. We're not kids. Like, we yeah. we can buy things on our own, yeah, right? Yeah, that's so true. And again, so experiences over things, too. Like, we love to experience. Like, what if you could take that $300, $400 and just take your parents out for dinner and just do something with yeah. them rather than, like, hey, here's a gift card to a store that I don't even think that you shop at. Like, I don't even know, or I don't even know if you need anything Yeah, right I never now, even right? thought of taking them out for dinner. I should do yeah, that next year. Just things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, I'm, I'm so, so excited for a new year and just, like, accomplishing new goals. And 
I know that you're kind of more focused on new goals every birthday, just kind of focusing on yeah, the Yeah, I'm more year. of a birthday person. But I'm definitely all about the new year and just starting it off right. And uh, yeah. But don't wait for the new year. I feel like a lot of people just like eat until December. They're like, I'm not going to exercise. I'm not going to work. But like, don't do that. Like it, it's December 30th, but you can still go to the gym. Exactly. If you have that time. If you yeah, have that time. I feel like people do get in that mentality because it's like, it's the end of the year, whatever. I'm going to start new goals. Like you can have what you want to accomplish in 2020, but you know, like get started today, even like you said, even if it's just 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, just a, a quick close. I wanted to thank all of our listeners for their fantastic reviews. And I wanted to read a new one. It's actually called uh, Hoarder No More, which I found <laughs> just made me laugh. I moved in with my boyfriend in July. We were an over-organized mess. No couple needs 60 plus glasses. Six months later, I found this podcast and the statement organizing is professional hoarding really resonated. I love the girls' focus on the minimalist mindset long-term and that they include both physical and digital clutter. I've now sold, donated, or trashed six huge bags of items and deleted thousands of useless photos in two weeks. It's so freeing. Oh my gosh, that actually really inspires me. <laughs> uh, so she's like, wish me luck on the remainder of my Christmas clean out. That's really great. Yeah, and this is a hard time of year to do that too. So good for her. It really is. It really is. Although it's kind of very freeing going into a new year. It just feels like, oh, yeah, I can start fresh. Mostly <laughs> it's spring cleaning, but I like that Christmas clean out. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for your time. And we look forward to continuing this into January. And we will speak to you soon. Thanks so much, guys. Happy New Year. Cheers. Happy New Year. Bye bye. Okay.